Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Queer Podcast. Uh, I'm Kim, your host. I go by she, they. And yeah, let's get into it. What a happy new moon in Cancer we've got coming up. Um, we've also got a few other astrological events to chat about today. I will be covering the fire grand trine that we've had going on here for the beginning of july um the new moon of course and we're also going to talk a little bit about um, some intuitive astrology and tarot today um including the serious gateway that is currently open as well um we're also going to do our typical reading and let's see what else are we going to talk about fear and negativity possibly some pluto placements and kind of what to look at there sorry about that Lucille, thank you. Um, yeah, okay, so let's start off with a reading. I'm gonna pull from the Moonology deck just to give us an idea here. Wouldn't be one of my podcast episodes if there wasn't immediately an animal interruption, so you know what? We're going with it. All right, I don't know how y'all are feeling, but I'm particularly exhausted today lots of shit clearing out so it's very painful and pretty low energy um, but i wanted to sorry about the water drinking sounds um i wanted to still make sure i came on here early ahead of the new moon just to give people an idea of what to expect oh okay and what we're expecting is some powerful fucking change and some high emotions so that sounds about right for me right now okay if there's any other cards coming out of the moon deck right now i'm gonna pull them all and then i will give you the reading Whew, you made it through retrograde mercury officially like it's technically out yesterday on the fifth there but it will be um out by the time you hear this because mercury will fully exit the shadow period as of july 7th and this will be out um, around that time as well. So you are free of the confines of retrograde for a few months until she comes back around. Okay, we've got a lot of blue energy coming out in the cards as well. So I'm going to venture a guess that there is some third eye and throat business going on, as well as some green and purple, so possibly some heart and crown energy. At bottom of the deck is confidence is your key to success, new moon Leo, as per usual. Let's run through these. So uh, with the Supermoon card here, emotions are definitely running high. Um, you might be noticing that even more as we come into this Cancer New Moon here, because really it's all about bringing in that emotion, uh, connection, nurturing, all that good stuff. But it will probably bring to the surface a lot of emotion that needs to be resolved or addressed in some way. Um, it's important to know that prosperity lies ahead. So we've got the New Moon and Taurus situation happening here. So know that even though you feel emotional, even though everything feels like it might be going to shit, it's not. It's not. Everything's falling apart so that it can come together. You might have been having a lot of tower moments recently, um, and just know that everything is falling together for you. It's all happening for you. Expect powerful change with the new moon eclipse card here as well, so there is going to be a lot of new changes coming, and this is going to resonate really hard with what I tell you astrologically is going on, um, so stay open-minded and stay, like, attuned to the vision of expecting anything and expecting miracles and beautiful things to happen in your life. Um, your hard work is paying off as well. So new moon and Capricorn here. Um, your spiritual work, but also the tangible work that you're making in the real world right now, everything you're putting effort towards where your energy is going is paying off. Um, so continue 
putting that energy wherever feels best for you, wherever feels like it's going to take you into the most alignment, that's where you need to be. Take time to breathe out with the disseminating moon as well. And that's right where we're at. We're disseminating from that full moon in Capricorn coming into this new moon. It's a really good time this week to be releasing, doing any banishing, um, clearing, cleansing, all of that good shit. Just releasing all the stuff we don't need in time for this new moon so we can plant some new seeds. I kind of think of this period as time to weed the garden. So yeah, take time to breathe out. Take time to learn how to breathe again if that's something, if you struggle with anxiety or insecurity or um, body image issues even, there are a lot of impacts that that can have on the way that you allow your body to function. Um, I've recently learned that like I've held my breath or I've, yeah, I've held my breath, but I've also like restricted my breathing a lot around people because I don't like showing my body expanding. Um, and that's always been something I've been super self-conscious of since I was a kid and like fat shamed. So, if you struggle with taking time to breathe or breath work or meditation even or yoga um, consider that it's not your fault and that you've conditioned your body or yourself um, to do things that don't actually work well for you so that you can be more palatable for others um, so maybe consider that before you're hard on yourself for not being able to do the breath work or meditation or yoga the way that any adjusted white person might be able to um, and consider the level of trauma that you've overcome so make sure you're coming from a trauma-informed place with yourself so that you're always being kind now the full moon and gemini card here so the answers that you need are coming so there is still information that you are waiting on and you might not even know what you're waiting on but it's coming through for you it doesn't mean that you like need to put anything on hold but it means that like there's something you don't know that's still going to come through for you so it's okay to um expect that expect that expect information to come your way expect everything to come your way Balance your spirituality and practicality with the full moon in Pisces card. Um, this theme has come up a few times today for me already, but just make sure that you're honoring yourself and you're not going too far in either direction. Like it's very much like the, the scales. You need to make sure that um, to what you're doing with one, you're doing with the other and you're balancing out both those sides. Um, for example, if like you get really into your spirituality, you might stop eating as regularly or you might like neglect moving like physical activity stuff like that there might be things or the vice versa if you're avoiding one or the other so just try to make sure that you're cognizant of how you feel when you're spending time with yourself doing practical things and spiritual things how can you have fun doing all of these things like how can you just make it the best experience possible oh fuck yeah a personal issue reaches resolution full moon in cancer so something you're stuck on is coming through this is uh called danny phantom by medusa and it's like so fucking good i can't i'm not sure like how loud the music will come through but yeah um personal issues reaching resolution as well i'm with the cancer full moon so we have a new moon cancer um home issues family issues like connections it's all gonna come together and you might be worried that you've got like tower moments coming up and stuff so chill it's gonna be all right know that communication is key with the new moon and gemini so we have both gemini cards here and just know that it's important to communicate how you feel what's going on for you and like you don't need to overshare but you do need to speak up for yourself so make sure you're striking that balance so you're not just like being passive right okay let's get into a little bit of a tarot read and then we're going to talk about the astrologer i'm super excited 
I've got this like miniature deck, but it's super cute and holographic and pink. And I just love it. It's off the Modern Witch Tarot and then Holified. So it's dope. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, if you would like to see even part of the podcast in terms of video for the reading and the cards, um, I will be uploading this to YouTube. So if you just search YouTube and Cosmic Queer Witchery, it should come up. Um, I'll double check the tags though and make sure that all the links are in the description for the show notes. Um, yeah, that's what's going on there. Let's see what the collective energy hearing this or seeing this needs to know when they do. What messages can I share for our highest good? How can I be of service? Ooh, seven of wands. We clear it out. We're clearing stuff out. Yep. Ooh, and four of cups. We're possibly clearing out some stagnancy, some boredom, some like sour grapes energy, feeling left out, all that good stuff. King of swords. We're doing so a little mercilessly, I might even venture. Okay, nine of pentacles, okay. I think we're clearing out what doesn't need to be in the garden so that it can continue to like flourish so that we can just like harvest so much good stuff from it. Mm. Judgment, eight of swords. There is judgment coming in and this is like kind of like divine intervention whenever I see judgment about your mental health and what's been going on there and like what's been going on in your brain. Yeah, here's the Ace of Cups. So there's going to be, there's intervention coming in around feeling stuck, feeling imprisoned, feeling trapped, um, feeling left out, feeling bored, stagnant, all of that, right? Um, the judgment call is coming in and it's bringing you self-love and a new opportunity in love as well. Yeah, damn, there's some confirmation. So with the Ace of Cups, we also just got out the Ace of Wands. Let's see here. Here we go. Um, so new passionate ideas are coming in as well as self-love, as well as new love opportunities for you. Um, doesn't have to be romantic. I usually interpret it that way anyway, but like whatever. Um, it doesn't really matter. It could even just be like soul family coming in, people that you have a good connection with. There is also, though, this Three of Swords energy. So this is, like, always about heartbreak, jealousy, all that kind of shit. This might be one of the things that you need to clear out, but it's also something that could be coming forward right now. So as you're getting this, like, these new opportunities, these new ideas, use your discernment because one of them might have this energy of, like, jealousy, possessiveness, or um, heartbreak around it. And, like, you need to make sure that the intentions of those you allow in don't have that energy with you, right? Like you need to make sure that you're going to be respected and treated like the queens and kings that you are. And we have the two fucking cups here as well. So I think there's a lot of new unions, relationships, connections, like love connections coming forward right now for the collective energy in general. But for this reading specifically, fuck yeah, you know? <laughs> I feel like you're done being mentally imprisoned and you're like you're stepping into this king of swords energy where you're like actually I don't fucking care anymore like I'm not accepting anything less than what I'm worth I will be a little bit ruthless about it um but you're tapping into the, like that divine masculine energy within yourself and letting him bring to fruition what your divine feminine is longing for in this world. Um, 
And that required a lot of clearance with the Seven of Wands. So you kind of like tapped into your King of Swords energy to help you through this clearance period. Um, especially because like your Divine Feminine, I think, got very stuck in this Four of Cups energy. So she was kind of like, nope, life is meaningless. I got nothing. So then you were like, all right, I'm going to put on this crown and we're going to go forward anyway. And that is going to bring you towards a lot of abundance, a lot of fruitfulness, a lot to harvest and share with others as well. We have this judgment card, this divine intervention. There's definitely something going on here. Um, this could even just be like a bit of a key that like there's something up so that you're prepared for it. Now, what do we got here? Ooh, a third ace. Damn. Okay, so the ace of swords, y'all. Um, mental clarity, ideas, new opportunities like at your fucking doorstep. Um, this is exciting energy. Like you have a lot of inspiration coming your way and it's gonna do you well to harness it and run with whatever keeps you passionate, especially with that ace of wands. And know that you're gonna have options with these ideas. So you don't have to like stick with every single thing that comes your way, right? Now the page of wands. So this is like going off in the direction of new creative inspired ideas. Um, usually like being a novice at something, but it could be like, you're chasing your creative endeavors, you're chasing your passions, and you're just new at it, but you're standing there with that wand and you're ready to fucking go, right? And we also have the six of wands beside her. So really like this new adventure, this creativity, these new ideas, where you're going to take them is going to lead you to your victory lap. It's going to lead you to success, creativity, out the yin yang. Um, <laughs> you're going to be recognized and supported and seen and your your value is finally going to be seen i think is what i'm getting from this let's see if there's just any hmm moons on the bottom oh it's fine three just ran so we got the three of cups so i also am getting a lot of like friendship celebration time with people that you love is coming forward Ooh, what's this here can't all be. How did that happen? Okay. So three of cups and eight of cups. And then crawl under here. Ah, and the five of swords. Interesting. So I'm thinking that you, you're walking away from something that's not going to be serving you anymore. You've been in this period of transition for quite some time. Um, with the Eight of Cups, though, it's kind of like walking away from emotionally unavailable moments, uh, situations, or like ungratifying. I can't think of the right word right now, but like you weren't satisfied, so you're stepping away, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you're also stepping more into your friendships, and I think that's a beautiful energy to be having right now. It's really important to be connecting with people. And with the Five of Swords, there's been a lot of mental battles, a lot of mental back and forth. You might be fucking exhausted, man. And like, that's valid. It's time to rest and it's time to walk away from the shit that's exhausting you, you know, and go towards friendship because that's what really needs to be happening here for you, okay? And we've got this fucking two of cups and these three aces. I would like to know what's this two of cups about? Please, sir, what's this two of cups about? The star. <laughs> So as you align with yourself and your purpose and all of the beautiful ways that you can bring love into this world and into this environment, that's going to turn you into the beacon 
that will draw in this two of cups energy, this love, all of this collaboration and this just beautiful energy, just this supportive, excellent energy because as above, so below. So whatever you're putting out there, you will get back. All right, let me, oh, sir, put these guys over here. All right, so I also want to say if that reading resonated for you, you can definitely book a personal with me. Um, I'm going to be switching it to an actual website. I know I've been back for five years, but um, I currently have readings available on my Etsy, but eventually I will be switching that, but there will be announcements when that comes out. Um, okay, so let's talk about this new moon a little bit more just to prep you guys. And I think this reading is really going to resonate as I talk more about what's going on astrologically this week. Um, yeah, okay. So with the new moon in Cancer, home and family are going to be massive themes. Um, it's on July 9th, so that's this Friday in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and it's going to be very emotional. So very like high emotions are going to be running, just like this reading said. Um, it's really going to be pushing you to allow like it's going to be pushing you into flow because you're going to have to feel your emotions and you're going to have to feel them all the way through. And this new moon is really going to challenge you to feel them rather than suppressing them or rather than like um, ignoring them or pushing them down in any kind of way, avoiding them, whatever. So things are going to keep coming up until you feel your emotions all the way through. Got it? So this is the clearance. This is the seven of wands with this energy. It's a, oops, that's a six of wands. It's the seven of wands energy in terms of like we're clearing out the emotions that don't serve us so that we can move into this new timeline, into this new life that we have for ourselves that we've all collectively been manifesting. And in order to turn that page, we need to release the old emotions because those will just do nothing but hold us back, right? It's about letting go of the past so that we can really step out of our comfort zone into this new chapter. Um, yeah, let me see here who wrote, I have an article about the new moon here and I want to reference them, Shireen Campbell. Um, and it's a, looks like a person of colors, the author, I can't tell very well from the thumbnail, but she looks amazing. Um, and it was written today. So I'll make sure that I link this as well um, into the show notes. She breaks down even like how Uranus will be impacting it. Um, and talks about the roadblocks. I'm just going to read a little excerpt from her article here. Um, Perhaps you hit a bit of a roadblock last month when trying to initiate changes because of Mercury retrograde, which perfectly makes sense, right? You might find yourself inspired by this new moon to go back to the drawing board. Expect the unexpected in all areas of your life because Uranus will be playing nice. Um, I have a little more to say here. Overall, this new moon should be pretty harmonious, but if you find that your feelings are a little out of whack or more intense than usual leading up to the ninth, just remember that this new moon will be in the sign of Cancer. Cancer energy is all about emotions, vulnerability, and connectivity. So whenever there is a concentration of energy in that sign, we're gonna be left feeling all of the feels. Um, so if you have Cancer placements, especially, or water placements, you are gonna be feeling this a little bit heavier. Um, yeah, and also I think, is, is it Uranus or Neptune that are in retrograde or both? Or Pluto and Uranus? Ah, that I'd have to check, but um, there will be some impact there. Um, air signs and water signs are going to be feeling it a lot. Um, earth signs are be pretty comfortable in this energy. Um, water depending, like water signs might be like just vibing with this, but some of them might be like losing their minds. <laughs> It'll kind of depend. Um, yeah, so again, this was written by Shireen Campbell. Um, and I will link it in because I did reference it quite a few times in here. Um, yeah, that's the new moon. 
something that I like to do the day before the new moon is called the dark moon day. Um, and that's the night that I'll usually do like a good vanishing bath and try to release any um, emotions, energy, feelings that I've got held on. Um, because emotions are really like they're the same energy that we carry in our body. So when we have body pain or stuck energy, that's just stuck emotions that need to be felt, um, which is why it can be so goddamn frustrating. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk about the serious gateway as well. This happens every first week of July. I'm also going to link the resources that I've got here as well. Um, and I'm going to read a little bit from it because I don't, I'm not an astrologer. <laughs> But I'm like, this needs to be shared. Um, every year during the first week of July, a sacred gateway of energy is activated between Earth and the star Sirius, bringing heightened vibrations and spiritual advancements. This gateway of energy occurs as the sun comes into conjunction with Sirius, the star, which is located at 14 degrees of the tropical zodiac of Cancer. And if we look at degree theory as well, I think I have that ready to go. 14 degrees is a Taurus degree, so it also means that this gateway is going to be opening from that degree in Cancer. Um, so a lot of like practical, sensory, um, and emotional, but also like fixed energy mixed with cardinal energy. So it might be a really harmonious connection. Um, the Sun and Sirius are conjunct, which in 2021 will happen from July 3rd to 7th. We are all able to access this high frequency energy and use it for creative inspiration, entrepreneurial endeavors, technological innovations, and heightening our intuition. So it's a very great favorable time to be like taking those action steps towards your dreams and towards the things that make you feel inspired and passionate. Um, the Sirius star has been revered by many ancient cultures and is considered our spiritual sun, which is beautiful. Um, let me see if there's anything else in here I wanted to talk about. Okay, so Sirius holds the vibration of freedom. Its energy can help us release limitations and feel free to express our true selves. This energy of freedom can also act as inspiration, helping us to go out there and turn our goals and dreams into reality. So really beautiful fucking energy. Take it on. Um, there are many star seeds as well that feel connected to Sirius and could be Syrian star seeds. Um, at the time of this gateway, it might become easier to receive messages from Syrian beings or perhaps remember uh, past or parallel lives that you might have lived on Sirius. All of this high energy frequency uh, makes the first week of July a highly potent time on Earth where we can open and advance our spiritual awareness, receive messages from the divine, and find a new freedom within ourselves and our lives. So. Overall, very fucking beautiful energy. I am thrilled. That's why even though I can't like articulate it myself, I can at least like share the information with everybody. Um, and this is from the Forever Conscious blog written by Tanaz. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I will also link this in there so you guys can learn more. All right, let us see what was this section here. Okay, the Fire Grand Trine. Okay, so this one is from a different link altogether, so I'll also link that as per usual. So, Mars-Saturn opposition dynamic, refusing to go along with the program and the rules is kind of what's going on collectively for us right now. Um, this is contrasted with the Fire Grand Trine between Mars and Leo. And so Leo is like charm, sex appeal, pizzazz, just amazing, immaculate energy naturally. Uh, Chiron and Aries, 
So that's the other point of the trine. And then the third point of the trine is south node in Sagittarius. So when we have a grand trine, it's a very like harmonious, beautiful, big ass triangle energy. Um, but it brings like resolution to the dynamics within the trine. So when we've got Mars, Chiron and Sagittarius, but south node, sorry, Mars, south node and Chiron. So that means that our south nodes are past our uh, past experiences. And then with Sagittarius around travel, missed opportunities, missed education, higher learning, um, a drive to travel and like experience more and be free um, with like the wound for Chiron being in Aries right now, it's going to be like the challenges around what happened when you wanted to be a leader, what happened when you took charge, what happened when you tried new things, when you allowed yourself to be childlike and vulnerable and beautiful, right? Um, with Mars and Leo. So it's kind of like we're taking our past, we're taking our wounds. And with Mars and Leo, we're like, let's fuck shit up now. Like, let's fuck shit up. Respectfully, we're done. And as a society, as humanity, that's what's fucking happening right now. And it's amazing. Like, you're not going crazy. This is the energy. Let us start a riot, you know? Um, so very fucking dope. I'm very excited about all of that. There's tons going on, and I'm sure I'm missing a whole bunch more. There's a lot more retrogrades and stuff going on. Um, but those are the gist for right now. I really want you to focus, if you can, on releasing fear and negativity between now and this new moon. So doing that through the baths, doing that through burning, um, safely burning, anything like that. Um, you can flush it, like whatever you need to do, write down what you're fearful about, write down what you're feeling negative about, what you're stuck on and just like release it. It does not serve us anymore. It doesn't need to come with us to the next stop. Um, and then as you do that, you'll be clearing up so much mental energy to be able to move forward in greatness and all of these beautiful ideas that you have. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let me see. So with Pluto as well, I just wanted to talk about this one just briefly to give you a bit of like astrological homework if you would like some. Um, take some time to learn about where Pluto falls in your birth chart, um, what house and what degree. Um, let me see if I can like really quickly talk about Pluto. So for me, my Pluto is in Scorpio, I want to say. Where'd it go? Yeah, my Pluto is in Scorpio at a Taurus degree, it's at 26 degrees, in my sixth house of Virgo. So this is what I mean when I say like, do the homework and break it down. Even if you did that with your birth chart, just to give yourself a better understanding of like where everything sits and look at all of the lenses that one thing will be um, perceived through. So for example, it's not only going to be impacted by the sign it's in, but by the degree that it's in, by the house that it's in, and by what rules the house that it's in. So there's a lot of dynamics at play. And so Pluto is the planet about transformation and like revolt and regeneration and like just, it's like the little sister that wants war. <laughs> like it's about challenging the norm. It's about challenging the status quo in ourselves and in the communities around us and the collective energy around us. So it's a very like beautiful energy. And it's one I think that we should all be tapping into because we all have Pluto energy. It's just how it's expressed, right? 
we all have all of the planetary energies. So in terms of Pluto in Scorpio, so if that's a placement that you have, dope, let me know as well. Um, mine particularly will be different from possibly any other Pluto in Scorpio unless they're at the same degree and in the same house. So it's still going to be coming through differently, which is why it's so important to understand your own chart. Um, so with this one, at a Taurus degree, that kind of means that like that's going to be the lens through which I experience the Scorpio-ness will be through Taurus, which is cool because like Scorpio and Taurus are opposite uh, fucking signs. So they um, are favorable that way. Like you'll find Taurus and Scorpios go together quite well a lot of the time. So I think it's going to mean that like, and my South node is in Taurus. So um, balancing the two sides. So balancing the sign that it comes through as well as the degree that it comes through and understanding that like, they're not mutually exclusive. So the way that I understand it is that not encouraging, embracing my depth, embracing the emotional depth, embracing um, darkness and change and secrets and like deep transformation because Scorpio is about deep transformation and Pluto is its ruler. Um, so it's a very favorable placement, uh, which is why I'm such a little shit, to be honest. <laughs> and with it being in the sixth house, that's all about wellness and routines and like kind of day to day um, and in Virgo as well. So um, Virgo rules the sixth house. So feeling like I need to transform is going to come through in terms of my health, my wellness, my day-to-day -day routines, wanting freedom there, not wanting limitations. So very much my happiness is tied to my freedom. Um, that's kind of like a very quick snapshot of what that looks like. Um, and I would encourage you to look at all of your houses, but if you would like a natal chart reading, I also am doing introductions to your birth chart on my Etsy as well. Um, but this is something that anybody can learn. So I'm not trying to like corner it or coin the, the market on this at all. Um, I just want everybody to have a better understanding of what the fuck they are here. All right. I think that's where we're going to leave it for today, y'all. But if you have any questions or feedback or whatever you know what to do, all my contact info is going to be below. And again, have a beautiful week and new moon.